All right, let's do this one last time. My name is Drew Dodger, and for the last couple months, I've been doing a podcast with my good buddy, Jacob Heron. While we love film in general, with us being artists and all, we have a fascination with animation, and we decided to start an audio podcast after we both geeked out over the animated Transformers movie. We're not perfect, we've gotten names wrong, and we don't always agree on movies. But at the end of the day, we try to bring an informative and entertaining show to you all, and we'd like to welcome you to The Cellcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Cellcast. Joining me this morning is a man who's doing his best to stay off the naughty list, Jacob. Why, thank you, and like you introduce our co-host, a man who just likes his silk sheets. Welcome, Drew. That is a bald-faced lie. I actually hate silk sheets. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think I say? Anyway, how are you doing this morning, Jacob? I'm doing well. Doing well. It's been a very busy week. Uh, work has been ever since you know Thanksgiving and Black Friday. Uh, things have kind of slowed down a little bit. That's but good. It's going to ramp up really quickly because it's, it's Christmas. It's, it's Christmas. It's December. Yes. So, uh, what have you been watching? Oh, if anything. Oh, I've, if, if you've had time for anything. Oh, have, have, I, have, I, have I had time to watch movies or TV shows? What have you? Uh, well, obviously, because now we do have Disney Plus. Uh, mm-hmm. I decided to go back and find... Now, it's kind of odd because how Disney Plus works. How you can pull up, like, Tailspin, for example. Yeah. It's not going to give you the first episode, which is the pilot. Yeah, for some reason, none of the episodes are... All the episodes, I think, are in broadcast order. Mm-hmm. Not the order they go in. Yeah, which <laughs> to, is... In order to watch it conti- uh, contiguously, which most of the time works. Yeah. But not all the time. No. I've been watching through been watching through Phineas and Ferb, and I recognized very quickly that some of this was out of order because they're referring <laughs> to stuff that hasn't happened yet. Yeah. So I wound up having to go online to figure out what was the sequential order of Tailspin because I remember mm-hmm. the pilot very vividly. Yeah. And so I had to look it up because apparently they put it at the very back of the episode, season one. That and would so, make sense. It yeah. Might, it would have probably been the last episode to air. Yeah, probably. But, oh, wow. Just good. And I watched all, I think it was all five episodes, mm-hmm. which is just incredible. Just the the fact that, like, it's how it how it weaves all these characters from the Jungle Book mm-hmm. into this story. Being Shere Khan is surely, hate to use Shearing for Shere Khan, but intimidating, slightly frightening. Yeah. Because he's, you know, this multi-millionaire businessman who just be like, it's like, yes, be like, I want the stone or, you know, whatever it was to be like, oh, I'm going to, it's for, you know, using power or something like that. And mm-hmm. so you get cloud or uh, kick cloud kicker. Try saying that three times fast. Yeah. <laughs> and so we get his story. He, he's a pirate and he's running from, you know, the pirates and he runs in Baloo, who's a pilot, who's going to lose his plane if he doesn't get to do this. And then it's this whole shenanigans, which is a great story. Yeah. And I thoroughly, 100% enjoyed the snot out of this. It was so much fun. 
and definitely for those you know those of us who grew up in the 90s as kids Mm -hmm. be like are getting all kinds of nostalgia like oh my gosh be like you know tailspin and all those and uh people i know that at one point i I had the the uh the very proper privilege of working with kids at our church and uh they would be like i was just be like they were taught by cartoons they watch yeah and i was like okay let me show you some of my cartoons and so one of the kids popped it was like yeah my dad loved this show as a kid but uh yeah it was yeah oh my gosh the the nostalgic feels watching that again just absolutely enthralled me beyond mm-hmm. belief and so then i've got two more i've actually watched um uh, you're looking it up <laughs> yes i am watching looking it up thank you very much and so i'm just teasing you dude. oh all i know uh anu hanu anu hanu uh, the flower Anahano we saw. Anuhano to you too. Yeah, Anuhano. <laughs> we the flower we saw that day. It's on Netflix. It's mm-hmm. an anime, and it's like 12, 12, 13 episodes. I've got to episode six, and it's just like thump. Be like, if if I had the time, I would binge it all. Yeah, it is that good. It's literally these friends who have drifted apart after their the the friend in which who everybody secretly liked mm-hmm. wanted to be her dies. And so she's kind of come back as a ghost and only one of the guys can actually see and hear her. Hmm. And so she's trying to get her wish made to where, and we don't know what that wish is yet. So it is very spellbinding. It's okay. One, how did she die? Two, how are these, you know, former friends who are trying to get along after this trauma they're all suffering through at the hands of their, uh, their friend dying and it's just pulls you in. It's, it's enjoyable. It's sad. It's, it's heartbreaking in a lot of ways. And it's just, and it, it's a joy. And I'm I, honestly, I can't wait to actually watch the, finish it up. Um, there's another one that it's animation related, but it was talking more about the toys. It's, uh, the toys that made us uh-huh. also on Netflix. And the episode I watched was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Ah, makes sense. Yeah. And so, there again, being an 80s little child, you know, turtles was a thing. My, mm-hmm. my my brother Jim just absolutely loves turtles. We went to a convention just to see Kevin Eastman mm. and get an autograph and talk to him, shake his hand. It was mm-hmm. really cool. Um, and so, they be like, it was... Okay, we're going to tell the story of, you know, the toys and the cartoon, but we're really going to tell about the story about Kevin Eastman and Kevin, I mean, uh, and Laird, mm-hmm. the guys who created it, because they drifted apart after a certain really terrible Fox Kids show they did, which was terrible. But hey, you got a really cool crossover Power Rangers. They were actually involved. Yes, with that they show? were. Yes, they were. They, they, both of them had oh, to my sign. Word. Both of them had to sign off on it. And Lair was like, this is the stupidest thing ever. <laughs> I'm surprised and like, yeah, that they signed off on any of that. Yeah. So Especially Venus. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Like, yeah, they, they both. I think Kevin Eastman was more like, eh. Like, okay, this is fine. I don't really like it, but it's okay. Then uh, Peter Lair is like, this is the stupidest thing ever. A female turtle? But... Eventually, we wound up getting another female turtle. Apparently, he's very popular. So, yeah, at the end of the episode, which I, I felt so... I was so happy. And because these guys had not seen each other for decades. Mm-hmm. 
And so, ever since the 1990s, but the mid-90s, that would have been the mid-90s. Yeah, about the yeah. mid-90s, mid-late 90s. And the... the about 97, 98, I think. That's when the Power Rangers episode is. Yeah. So, it's it's literally these two old friends who are trying to make amends. Mm-hmm. It's literally, because what they would do when they were doing the, the original comic, which was a lot darker than everyone thinks, uh, they were literally sitting down, drawing and swapping any, each other's work. Mm. And it just, it closes with those two just doing what they originally did. And it just brought a smile to my face, probably a little bit of a tear. And mm-hmm. I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I was like, come on guys, do a comic together. Just one. And so... That that was thoroughly enjoyable, and the last one that I got to got to watch because I actually got around to actually watching a lot, and that would be uh, Mobile Suit Gundam Iron Blooded Orphan. Okay, <laughs> I didn't get into this one, so. Oh, uh, okay. Well, I have been a pseudo Gundam fan probably since Gundam Wing came out in the mid nineties, and I know there's probably a lot of Gundam fans out there. It's like. Gundam Wayne, that's not Gundam. It's like, well, it brought Gundam to the States and made it popular. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, I, I finally watched... You don't have to worry about your Gundam fandom with me. I'm the weirdo who <laughs> likes G Gundam. Okay. The one with the, the martial arts tournament and yes. giant robots. Yes. <laughs> which is dumb beyond all get oh, out, but it's still fun. Yeah, I, I remember watching this, the series when I was a kid, or when I was a late teen, early teenager. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, this is weird. It's not what it was before, but it's like, okay. So now it's like watching all these other Gundams, and it's like, I like these guys better. <laughs> They're a lot more fun. <laughs> this yeah. is more war and serious and technical and... But it's still great. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I, I gave I watched the first two episodes of Iron Blooded Orphan, and I know a friend of ours who's be like just loves his episode, these this uh, series of death. Uh, Joseph, not that Joseph, the other Joseph. That narrows it by I don't know which Joseph we're talking about. Uh, you know how many Josephs I know? Yeah, <laughs> I know. Is this the Joseph that? Uh, is in um, Flint yes. now? Okay. Yes. I now know which Joseph we're yeah, talking that, about. That Joseph. It's like, I, I know so many Josephs. <laughs> yes. Uh, anyways, so yeah, that is what I have been watching. What have you been watching? Well, it being Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. I went home. Okay. Which means I did not have control over the te- what I watched. Ah. <laughs> For the most part. So... That's not a bad thing, because we watched a little bit of TV here and there. Uh, Things I enjoyed watching is we got a chance to go watch Midway in theaters. I'll wait. To your back. What are you getting? Oh, your collection. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, I got a chance to watch Midway. Okay. Very good movie. It's, uh, I would say it's probably the most honest war movie for both sides of the conflict. Yeah. Because they kind of, sh- admittedly, they show both sides of the of it, I think, fairly well. Yeah. Neither one is really shown as the good guys or the bad guys. Obviously, the Americans are the ones who win the battle at the end of it mm-hmm. because history is a thing and you can't get mad at me for spoilers in that. No, you can't. And I've, it's it's good. It's a good movie. It, it surprised me for Roland Emmerich. Hmm. 
It's an Amberg film? It's Roland Emmerich. Wow, okay. I didn't know that until it's until the movie was finishing and it said directed by Roland Emmerich. I go, this is an Emmerich film? <laughs> well, it makes sense. The man does know how to do deal with casts of thousands. That is true. Which this is. True. So I'll let it go. It's wor- it, it's worth it. It worked. Um and then I've watched you know, a couple movies from our super secret project that yeah. We don't know when it's going to be officially announced, but... We're working on it. Keep an eye out. Yeah. Uh, Of course, I've still been watching Phineas and Ferb because that show is fun. Mm -hmm. I watch a little bit of it every day. And I think that's it. Okay. So, I wanted to bring something up real fast ever since you mentioned Thanksgiving. Well... As everyone knows, be like after everyone has stuffed themselves silly during you know feasts during Thanksgiving, uh-huh. be like obviously you have Black Friday or two or early early Black Friday online and stores the whole bottle. Sh- and what do I normally buy? I buy movies. I'm a movie. Do you know what nut- I do on Black Friday now? Stay home. I sleep. <laughs> I decorated Christmas trees. That's what I did on Black Friday, so... And I feel like I came out on top. <laughs> oh, okay. So, just... And technically, I did buy poinsettias on Black Friday. Really? I didn't. I was involved in the purchase, but I... Mm. I was involved in the purchase of poinsettias on Black Friday. Okay. But that's about it. <laughs> okay. So, so, in the in the course of uh, my Black Friday shopping, because I normally buy a lot of movies. Mm-hmm. Because the, the stack that, if you were here right now and Drew sees it, you're like, this stack would be about here. Spend about 200 or so dollars on movies. Yes. That's what I normally do. This year I was a, I was good because I only bought maybe like 10. <laughs> 1, 2, 3, 4, <laughs> 5, 6, 7, Don't count like eight, 2 or 3 nine, of them. Ten. I'm counting 12 cases, and yeah. I know the top case has 3 movies in it. Yeah. So. Oh, 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 believe me, there's one up there that's got probably like 10 movies in it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just saying your your uh, definition is a little <laughs> a, a little bit off. Yeah. So for I'd be like being an animation nut, I'd be like I decided to get a few a few animated movies. Um, that'd be How You Train Your Dragon: The Hidden World or Part Anyone. Three. Good, amazing movie. Uh, the Lego Movie, the second part. I still haven't it's seen. Good, really good movie. You'll need to watch two other Lego movies before we touch it. Not because they add anything, but because you might as well watch them in order. Ah, okay. That would be Batman and Ninjago. Okay, haven't seen Ninjago yet. It's good. Okay. You won't know any of the lore, and they don't explain any of the lore, oh, but it still works. Fun, 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 fun. Uh, another movie I bought was the uh, the Book of Life. Uh, recently, I picked I haven't up. Watched that one. Yeah, I still haven't, but I still want to. Uh, that's I believe that's uh, motion capture. It's uh, not motion capture, but that's uh, stop motion. Stop motion. <laughs> I'm not sure one way or the other because I've not actually looked into it. I just remembered I didn't want to see it when I first saw it. So okay, saw the trailer for I might it, be so. wrong. I might be wrong. It's not one I rushed to. Okay, and I still haven't watched, rushed to it because I like Coco. Yeah, <laughs> Coco's good. Coco is very good. Yes. Uh the Secret of Nim, uh, which will we'll be reviewing. necessary for yes. a coming episode coming up. Yes. Uh Wonder Park, which I I saw I I saw a trailer over, never got to see it in th- tra- uh, theaters, and I was like, this sounds like a really fun little movie. And then you know, obviously you get the other ones like Jurassic Park, Fallen Kingdom, which I was kind of like, meh, but I'll get it anyway. Mm. 
Aquaman. Might as well complete your collection. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Aquaman, yes, in a heartbeat. It's a fun one. The The Greatest Showman, which you keep hearing, is amazing. It's a great movie. Uh, Spider-Man Far From Home, yes. Good choice. Very good movie. Uh, the Sound of Music of all movies. That is also a good one. Yeah. I remember watching as a kid, Is like, this is a weird movie, so I'm going to give it another shot. It's not as weird as you would think it is. Yeah. Especially now that... Now that you're older and have watched a ton more musicals. Anime history even if, too. <laughs> even if they're all animated musicals, but... Yes. <laughs> and like I said earlier, the uh, the Christmas Claus uh, three movie collection. Christmas Claus? Or the, the Santa Claus. The Santa Claus. <laughs> they're Christmas movies, but anyway. Yeah, Christmas movies. Anyway, so that's what I've, you know, got on Black Friday. Mm-hmm. So, kind of FYI, if you guys did do Black Friday, you bought animated movies... Post them down in the the comment section down below and let us know what yes. what what grab bag of movies did you get during Black Friday? Indeed, we anyway. want to keep the discussion going there as much as possible. Exactly. So, I only have one interesting bit of news. Okay, what's that? The Studio Ghibli films, such as many of the ones we recorded episodes on yep. this last month, mm-hmm. they are for the first time going on digital sale. Really, you can buy you can buy them on like Amazon and places like that to uh, to watch them there. Really? So yeah, there's that. Huh? That's really the only thing I've got because, as you know, the Studio Ghibli stuff is going to be available for pre streaming if you are a part of the subscription package yeah. with uh, HBO something Max. or other <laughs> Max Plus Max. Fifteen bucks a month is still too expensive in my mm-hmm. opinion, but I still am tempted because Looney Tunes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the the one bit of news that I could I could find, well, obviously, Frozen Two is probably killing in theaters right now. I but just, none of that's surprising. None is not surprising at all. The one that isn't surprising either, apparently, at the BAFTA the BAFTA Children's Awards, mm-hmm. Spider Man Into the Spider Verse won again. Surprise! I, surprise! The only reason I have any surprise for that is the fact that. It's still eligible for a an award in December. Uh huh. Man, that award is late. (laughs) Yeah, just just a bit for twenty eight for a twenty eighteen movie. Yeah. So the British Academy Children's Awards were held in London at the Brewer on Sunday, December first, crowning many animation winners, including Spider Man: Far From Home. So, yeah. Far Sp- From Home or no, Into the Spider-Verse? Spider-Verse, I'm sorry. There's too, too many, many Spider-Man Spider-Man movies. movies. <laughs> Which, we couldn't do that again. <laughs> no, we couldn't. But, yeah, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse has won another award. All so, right. It yeah. deserves it. it. It's got, it's all, it, it's spider webs are all over the place now. Yes. And now it'll never completely return to Marvel. No, it probably won't. It will always be somehow distributed by Sony. Yeah. But that's fine. I, it's, I'm fine with that. Hey, as long it's, as we have Spidey in the, the MCU. Indeed. Yes. And speaking of Spidey in the MCU, if you've not caught the... Uh, I'm just going to throw in a little bit of podcast news here. If you've not been following us on our Facebook page and in the Facebook group, you'll be unaware that I was recently on another podcast. Yes. Uh, I was over there on uh, Franchise Fatigue yes. with uh, my friends uh, Gabriel Green and Joseph, sorry, James Hammock. He's going to kill me for saying his <laughs> brother's name. I will edit this. 
But um, we reviewed Spider-Man Homecoming. Yes. As they are currently on their podcast working their way through the entirety of the MCU. Yeah, they just recently released uh, Thor Ragnarok. They, ironically, before Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah. Which is weird. Mm. I guess I guess an episode with a guest is harder to edit. I guess so. I don't know. I don't know what the deal was there, but uh, in, either way. Uh, so if you're curious, as, if you want to hear me in another situation... <laughs> <laughs> uh, go listen to them over there. It's uh, we had a, I had a fun time with them, and yeah. that's a podcast I've been listening to for well since they started. Okay, I was listening to their podcast back when it was called Underrated, and I came in on their first episode. So they do a good show. Well, good deal. Yeah, I've I've listened to the episode you're on. And, I haven't uh, listened to it yet because I'm that far behind. I got you. I am finishing September. Oh, podcasts. Wow. wow, okay. That's how far behind I am on all my podcasts. Mm. Yeah, podcast-wise, if, if, we're go, if we're going that tangent, podcast-wise, I normally stick with, like, true crime and, like, you know, odd ones like that because mm. I, I love true crime solving and that yeah. good stuff. Definitely when you're talking with people who actually do it. <laughs> yes. And, uh, like, guys like Jim Clemente, who's mm-hmm. a former FBI, former... Um, um, Criminal Behavioral Analysis Unit. Mm-hmm. You know, where we get criminal minds from. He actually writes Criminal Minds. Along with one of the other co-hosts. And the other one, the other one is like a uh, former Scotland Yard mm-hmm. uh, uh, detective and special case unit. and It's really fascinating. But... Is all the podcasts you listen to true crime? Not all of them. Okay. Not all of them. I'll listen to, you know, obviously I'll listen to ours. I listen to... You listen to ours. Yeah, I listen to our podcast. <laughs> You're doing better than me. The last time I hear this is right before I hit turn to MP3, uh, export as MP3. I never listen to it ever again. Well, I've got to listen to how we sound because be like... I, yeah, I'm, you I'm, might as well because you know I'm not. I've already heard us enough. Yeah. It's like, dang, that Jacob talks a lot. <laughs> you think Jacob talks a lot because I notice I don't shut up. But anyway, that's all beside the point. Yes, anyways. What besides us do you listen to? Uh, let's see. Just for fun. This is a fun little topic because we okay. didn't have that much news. I gotcha. Oh, give me one second. I actually listen to quite a bit. Uh, let's see. True Crime Profile. Animation Addicts Podcast. Um, uh, Little Politics every once in a while. Mm-hmm. With, uh, Ben Shapiro. The Ben Shapiro Show. Yeah. Uh, Sword and Scale, which is a, uh... True crime solving thing, which is really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Variant the podcast, which is based off Variant the YouTube channel. Ah, so it's Eris and like another guy talking about news, what's going on. Mm-hmm. So let's see from Wondery, which was a really good. I think it was like a six part, six seven part. It was the uh, mysterious Mister Epstein. Mm-hmm. Which is all about Epstein and how big of a piece of trash he was. Yeah, I've I've been hearing that he didn't kill himself. Yeah, that's what I keep hearing. I don't know anymore. And at this Me point, either. while I, while if he was able to expose more people, that would be great. Mm-hmm. At this point, I no longer care. Yeah, same here. <laughs> because all the memes have worn me out. Congratulations, uh, people! You did the exact opposite of what you were trying to do, at least yeah. with me. Yeah. 
So, I also listen to the 10-Minute Bible Hour podcast, mm-hmm. which is based off a YouTube channel, which he just goes into so much depth about the Bible. It's so much fun. Uh, Diz Unplugged, which is a Disney World or Disneyland podcast discussion, which they run like two hours talking about everything Disney, which I love. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Wonder is inside, like Inside Jaws, Inside Psycho, Inside, like all these great movies. They did Inside Star Wars, which was fun. Mm-hmm. Obviously, The Cellcast, Chad Prather, True Crime Garage, which is another one of those, you know, stuff like that. Let's see. Uh, let's see a lot of DC, a lot, you know, DC Comics, Marvel News. Uh, a lot of pastors, mm-hmm. Arrow, of course, uh, Pottercast, uh, Tides of History. I love Tides of History. So much fun. It's just, it's history. I love it. I'm mm-hmm. nerd about history. Uh, Wolf and Iron, which is uh, basically just, it's it's a guy's guy's podcast. Yeah. We just talk about guy, guy things and just trying to help people out. Uh, I'll occasionally listen to Fat Man Beyond, which is the mm-hmm. Kevin Smith show. I'll occasionally listen to that. Uh, well, let's see. I thought it was called Fat Man on Batman. Well, now it's called yeah, it's called Fat Man Beyond. Okay. Fat Man Beyond. I'm sorry, Fat Man Beyond. You said Fat Man Beyond. Yeah. I was I was thinking it. It must have used to have been called Fat Man on Batman. Yeah, it used to be at one point. Uh, American History Tellers, which is another Wondery podcast, and mm-hmm. it's just fantastic. It's history, and I, I love history again. Uh, Compete Every Day. That's a great podcast if you just want to get motivated. Mm-hmm. Our variant unplugged, Cinema Sins presents Sincast, which is hysterical. Eh, I got tired of Cinema Sins. Yeah, it, it's it gets a little and the everything wrong with the series. Yeah. Uh, the Although way- I love their Dragon Ball one because it was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so the the way I heard it from Mike Rowe, that's a really good podcast. I love Mike Rowe. Oh yeah, especially like Dirty Jobs. Yes. Um, Hollywood and Crime. Which is another Wondery podcast. Love that. Mm-hmm. Just great unsolved mystery, unsolved murders, uh, cults, others. Just more mystery and murder and how they did it. Uh, what was the one that I absolutely just love? Oh yeah, Sword Scale. I love Sword Scale because it's literally he gets down to the grit and just mm-hmm. like tells you how it is. It's no be like we're gonna we're gonna put a nice soft pillow on top of it where you'd be like it's not gonna hurt you or anything no it's gonna slap you across the head and be like did that hurt yes it did <laughs> we're gonna keep going and we're gonna grind it until That's you're fine. like you're until you're like sick and it's like oh my gosh it's terrifying like oh my gosh i'm terrified okay next episode please it's it's fantastic <laughs> i love that show love it okay yeah so yeah, that's that's what I listen to. There's also you know others that I'll occasionally listen to is like Amora, uh, 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 however you pronounce that. It's a Harry Potter podcast. Alohomora. Alohomora. Thank you. I don't remember which spell that is, but I think isn't that the unlocking one? Yeah, it's unlocking. That would make sense for a podcast name. Yeah. Uh, Tales, which is it's kind of Tales, is a podcast where they where the host goes into the depth of how a like a story, like a, like a, uh, a story tale, no, a fairy tale was stole and be like the, the background, the origin, the whole bit, a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
There's only one one I occasionally listen to. I'm not gonna bring it up because it's slightly embarrassing. But uh it, it's You're not gonna bring it up, but now you're about to tell us all about no, it. No, I'm not. I'm not I'm not gonna <laughs> like let's let's say it's it, it talks about a uh kind of a kind of a taboo subjects that like polite society isn't gonna be like doesn't uh. listen to. But uh I, I I heard about it and I was like I'll give it a shot and every once in a while I'll listen to it. And uh yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Podcasts I listen to. Well, since we're a movie podcast, technically, I'll start with the movie podcasts. Okay. Once I get logged back into... Okay, so, movie-wise, I listen to the Retro Rewind podcast. Okay. Every... Uh, they also do get some games every once in a while. Mm-hmm. But mostly they do movies that are at least... 15 years old and they haven't seen in at least five so and they always have a special guest every episode so for instance the last one on here they did was actually batman returns really Mm -hmm. and before that how the grinch stole christmas how you go five years without watching the original how the grinch stole christmas is beyond me but that's beside the point uh then i also listened to uh the feeling feeling film podcast that's the only one I would listen to that feels like it's actually a full-on straight movie review show. Gotcha. But they talk about uh, how they feel about a movie, not necessarily the technical aspects of it. Yeah. And then uh, Popcorn Theology, which kind of connects what you see in movies with the truth of, you know, Christ and all mm-hmm. that kind of what, what's read in the what you see in the Bible. Yeah. And then, of course, my friends over at Franchise Fatigue, mm-hmm. where they review movies in franchises yeah uh also i listen to i'm a big video game guy if you didn't know that so i listen to the easy allies podcast they're the only video game publisher or video game review group that i pay attention to anymore because nearly every other one is seems to be too corporate for my tastes i got you uh, but they also, the, the Easy Allies also have a show called Frame Trap where they go in depth and talk about games where, you know, much more than you can with just a standard news show, which is what Easy Allies podcast is. Mm-hmm. That show can get up to about two or three hours. Wow. An episode. That's nuts. Yeah. And then they have another one on there called Friend Code, which is all Nintendo stuff. Gotcha. Uh, also, video game wise, I do listen to the official Nintendo Power podcast because. Hey, Nintendo Power's got a Nintendo's got a podcast. Yeah, it's all marketing speak being shoved down my throat, but yeah. hey, you can learn some interesting stuff that yeah. way. Why not? Yeah. And then uh I also listen to a show called Still Demented. Still Demented. Okay. Do you remember the ever hearing about a, a guy named uh, uh Dr. Demento? Yeah. You know, he would review he would do he play uh Essentially, on the radio, he would play novelty songs. Gotcha. That's essentially what these guys are doing. Oh, okay. Just on a free podcast that you can listen to at any time. Huh. And then, uh, I, a couple, the first podcast, some of the first podcasts I listened to Mm -hmm. was, uh, and this is actually the longest running podcast I listened to. Yeah. Even though it's changed its name twice, uh, at least once. Uh, That Story Show. Oh, yeah. And then he's got another one that's essentially the same show, but is uh, more for, for uh, kids, mm-hmm. called Red School Bus. Oh, okay. Really cool. Yeah. They are two very fun little shows. They tell real-life stories. You get great, 
the, and admittedly, part of the reason I am so far behind in podcasts is because I went back and re-listened to every single episode of the show. Ooh. And they are over 300 episodes. Wow. It would be even farther if um, he hadn't, for uh, his own health, hadn't taken a break, uh, some su- some substantial breaks, because he suff- suffers from bipolar. But uh, I've listened to that, those two shows... And yeah, that's essentially what I listen to. I, mean, I do have another one on here that I've subscribed to, but because its first episode is not until October 18th, I have not gotten to yet, so you know if I like it yet. Okay. So I'm not going to mention that one for fairness in case I don't like it, and I don't want to throw some people over there if they don't like it. But hey, I got you. It's a, it's a D&D podcast. I got you. So I'm looking forward to catching up to that one. So yeah, that's... The podcast I listen to. Okay. And I have this weird way of doing it where I have to listen to every podcast in the order they came out. Oh. <laughs> so, and here I've got a filter that literally uh, sorts them into the order they were released. Oh. So, for instance, right now I'm listening to the Franchise Fatigue episode on Captain America Civil War. Okay. Following that, I've got episode 184 of the Retro Rewind podcast, which is Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Following that, I've got Feelin' Film number 189, About Time. And so on and so forth, until I find till I get through over 100 episodes hmm. still remaining. Some stuff goes by fast. Some stuff takes a while. Like, for instance, I'm looking at one now that's an hour and a half. Heck, this one that Popcorn Theology did for episode two, their 200th episode... Is an hour and fifty minutes on the Matrix. Wow. But anyway, yeah, hmm. that's how I am. Okay. So speaking of podcasts, uh, I would be reminisced not to mention or give a plug to uh, Aaron, a good friend of our Aaron mm-hmm. Lowe. I listened uh, to him too. I forgot yeah. to mention that. Yeah, uh, banter, banter. Mm-hmm. So just give those guys a shout out. Uh, I've listened to a few of their episodes. They're pretty good. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna speak ill of them. They're a good podcast. If you're interested in hearing a bunch of guys just talk, talk about talk about everything, be like, yeah, they're they're a good listen to mm-hmm. if if you're into that. It's like walking up on it's like sitting at a table at a restaurant and hearing a bunch of guys just talk for about half an hour to an hour and not having any idea how this conversation started, yeah, or how we got to this point in the conversation, right? And we have to be nice to them at the very least because a he was the guy that kind of got us started, and they are the only, and they have given us a shout out. So. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's also they're solicited. Yeah, there, there might, there may or may not be kind of a quote unquote special might be coming out. Let's of, see what happens. We'll, we'll, we shall see. There, there might be something coming out in the pipeline eventually. Hopefully um, not before Christmas, because the, our other project that we've not mentioned, yeah, except we keep mentioning yeah. it. <laughs> Has us busy until after Christmas. Yes, quite a bit. So, yeah, that's all the news and us talking about podcasts. Yes, so let's get into our spoiler-free review of Klaus, mm-hmm. which we kept saying wrong last week. <laughs> yes, we did. Which, in my our defense, it's Santa Claus. Yeah. So we say Claus, but his name's not Claus, it's Klaus. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Klaus. Yeah. What are your spoiler-free thoughts? The very intimidating, very large toy maker. Uh, Klaus. Oh, wow. 
his story is so sad. <laughs> yes, oh, I agree. The the story is so sad. The 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 ways and means in which we meet Klaus and our mm-hmm. oh bobbling rich boy. Yeah, his his little uh, journey into the the unknown among a, a few, you know whatever's going on in the story to just how they reimagine the story of Santa Claus mm-hmm. his origin and it's such a goodie so I'd be like I was there's the um I'll you know I'll save my my my, my gushing for you know when we go later into on the full review of this movie but yes it is such a good movie that. Oh, it, it had me in its hand, just butter, and be like, it was so good. Such a good movie. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, highly recommend it. What's you? I thought it was very good. Admittedly, I kind of went into it with low expectations, because I had no idea what it was, and I am always skeptical of Netflix originals. Hmm. Just because I am. I don't know why, I just am. So, yeah, I went into it with low expectations, and I thoroughly enjoyed the movie. It is one I think anyone uh, anyone with kids should should watch. Mm-hmm. It explains... It gives you a lot of background on Santa Claus mm-hmm. without actually saying whether or not he's around still. Yeah. Kind of, sort of, maybe. Kind of. It doesn't go into any of the actions of the character of the uh, real life person he's based on but that's beside the point uh it's a fun show it's not the first santa claus origin movie i've seen but it's definitely one of the better ones okay so while we're here in the the the, uh non-spoiler would you in your opinion say that klaus is a modern christmas classic I hate to use that term. Okay. Not because I don't think it would not qualify. It's just, I hate calling anything a classic if it's less than five years old. I, I, I agree. That's, I agree that's, that. that's just a sticking point in my mind. Understood. Uh, it is a very good movie, and give it five years, I might call it a Christmas classic. Kind of yeah. want to see how, what its staying power is okay so more of a modern classic a modern i'd say it's, it's a it's a modern christmas movie you should go watch it it's yes. fun uh, i'm i am curious to see how long this one will stick around yeah or if it will disappear into the ether like most netflix movies do that's true so in in that saying be like when this finally comes to blu-ray or dvd which i'm pretty sure it will probably uh, next year probably next year but I will definitely be picking it up because, to me, this is one of those movies I want to watch every Christmas. Mm-hmm. Every Christmas season. So, yeah. Highly recommend it and go watch this movie. It's so good. Okay. Anyways. So, let's move into our spoiler-filled review of uh, Klaus. The following is a spoiler-filled review of the movie Klaus. V- listener discretion is advised. Klaus was written by Zach Lewis, Jim Mahoney, and Sergio Pablos, who also directed the movie, along with Carlos Martinez Lopez. The music was by Alfonso G. Aguilar. I have no idea who any of these people are. Okay. And now I'm waiting for the person whose car is going off to stop. (laughs) Okay. Uh, the cast includes uh, Jason Schwartzman as Jesper, mm-hmm. 
And the main thing I knew him from was uh, Gideon Graves and Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Ah, movie I still need to watch. It is a very good movie. Uh, Rashida Jones plays Alva. And uh, have you ever watched the show Parks and Rec? No. Well, she plays the sister to uh, Chris Pratt's character. Oh, okay. Anna per- Ann Perkins. Uh, Joan Cusack plays Mrs. Crumb. Oh, okay. And uh, she's Jessie in the Toy Story franchise. Really? Yeah, I didn't realize that. Huh. Uh, J.K. Simmons yes. plays Klaus. And, of course, the first thing that comes to my mind is... Spider-Man is a menace! J. Jonah Jameson <laughs> in the in the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man trilogy and in Spider-Man Far From Home. Yeah. He is also the voice of a character in Gravity Falls. Really? Whom I cannot tell you who he is. Oh, okay. So I haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> because it's a major spoiler for the entire show. Okay, then. So keep an ear out for J.K. Simmons. Okay. It's a oh, while. Wow, it's in season two. Okay. Gotcha. So uh, hop on it. <laughs> yes. Anyway, uh, Norm MacDonald plays uh, Mogens. That's the uh, the fairy captain. Okay. Oh, yeah. And if you've ever watched the show The Orville, he plays Yathet. Okay. Which is an odd name. Yeah. Uh, Will Sasso plays Mr. Ellingbo. And the only thing I saw that I recognized was that in the Three Stooges remake movie that came out a couple years mm-hmm. ago and flopped horribly, he was Curly. Really? Mm-hmm. Our director had uh, two cameos in the movie, playing really? both uh, Pumpkin and Olaf. Pumpkin and Olaf. Yes. You know... The two big children oh, of either yeah. side that That's fell in love at the end. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he fell in love with himself. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, and just for your, just so you're aware, he is actually, uh, he was actually a writer on Despicable Me. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. And then uh, Margu, who I can't remember exactly who Margu was. I think it's one of the kids. Possibly. Uh, that was played by Nita Marif Laba, and this was her first role. Oh, okay. So, yeah, that's what I got for cast. Okay. So, when it comes to budget, there's not a whole lot on it because it's on Netflix, so you're not going to get a whole lot of data. Yeah, like Netflix tells you nothing about it because they don't, it doesn't matter to them. Yeah. Yet. So, (laughs) yes. So, it was released on November 8th, 2019. Mm Mm-hmm. And it had a budget of $40 million. And it shows. Yes. Oh my gosh, the animation. Gosh. <laughs> yes, so that's all I have mm-hmm. when it comes to uh, data on our said movie. Uh, from what I've seen, it's been fairly successful. Yes. But like, like you said, we have no hard data for this movie mm-hmm. because it's Netflix. And Netflix doesn't share this stuff. Yeah. Because it's not important to them. So, uh, let's get into our top three likes. Okay. My first like is the fact that this is a feud story. Yeah, I agree. Which I did not know going into it. Me either. I love how at the beginning everybody hates each other for no apparent reason. The battle bell. The battle bell is hilarious. (laughs) Yes. I was watching that and going, oh yeah, if you really watch the reception, go ring that bell over there. It's like... Okay, I don't know what the bell is, but I know you do not touch it after you've been told that. Yes. 
<laughs> the boatman. I love the boatman. Yes. Love it. It's that has got to be Norm Macdonald's best role. Yes. Because like it's it's hilarious. It is. It's such a good um, But and I love how you ring it again to stop it. Mm-hmm. It's like how do you stop it if no one rings the bell? Since apparently ringing the bell is a bad idea. Yeah. I guess when everyone goes home. I guess so. When everyone gets tired. You have to wonder about this place. Yeah. They're in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. They obviously... They're both on sides, an island. They're on an island. They hate each other's guts. Yeah. Why has neither family moved? Their, their pure hatred. You they, can they, have pure hatred and live a hundred miles away and never have to see these people. That is true. Okay, the the funniest part I think when it comes to the feud, and I love and, don't get me wrong, I love feud stuff because the it's like the Hatfields and the McCoys, exactly. how they how they fight each other. I love how that that one group of kids somehow keeps finding this old man and causing <laughs> him pain, no matter Pushing what is going on. Dropping him it's something. Like, this guy needs to just stay home. <laughs> yeah, just stay away from these brats. Uh, I love how he wakes up on one time in his rocking chair on the roof of a house. And it's like, it takes you a second to go, I was, oh, the kids. <laughs> these kids are the are the slowest ones who haven't realized the magic of Santa Claus. Yeah. Because this is like halfway through the movie when yes. most of the town is already having block parties. <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. Now, you did mention the battle mention the battle bell earlier. So the point where they they're like, Okay, we need to stop this from happening and we're gonna make a truce. Yes. They come together and they shake and, they shake hands yes. and someone taps the battle bell and, and they, they go, go fighting again. It's like Well what else are you supposed to do? And actually it was uh, pumpkin yes. that did that. Yes. <laughs> she bumped it accidentally. Literally. It's like yeah. oh, that this is going so to be good. a long piece. <laughs> also, how on earth have we not have you ever uh, we not beaten you yet? Because <laughs> of how stupid <laughs> the yelling bows are. are. Yes. Oh gosh. <laughs> like, uh. All right. So yes, what's your first like? Okay. If my, you haven't talked about it yet, no, I haven't. Oh my gosh, I love this film. I love that's my number one. I love this freaking film. It's so, it's like, ah! Just every little fiber of this film, the the imagination, the story, mm-hmm. the characters, the, the, the animation, which is 2D. No. It's not 2D. Oh, it's hand-drawn. No. It is partly 3D. There is 2D elements. Yeah. But this is, it's it, you can't call this 2D... Uh, when Spider-Man, uh, home, uh, Spider-Verse is not, we know is not 2D, okay. but it's got 2D elements. It's a similar art style. I still call this 2.5D. Okay. Where it's 2D inspired, 2D styled, but it's still 3D. Yeah. It, yeah. Cause there's a lot of 3D in this. You can yeah, see there, it. It's, there is, but when it comes to like the character, the character animation, a lot of that, though, is still 3D, even the character animation. There's still character models and all that movement. It's just still... I hesitate to call this 2D. Okay, so it's... If you want to call it 2D, I'll let you go ahead and go with it, but I can't call it 2D because okay. there's too much depth oh, I agree. for 2D. 
So I'll call it a 2D and a half movie. Two and a half D, okay. Two and a half. But, oh, wow. Just, just kind of like Frozen 2. Like, I was just like flabbergasted how good this movie was. Mm-hmm. This was just phenomenal. You know, just... I mean, it, it made me cry. It made me just be like... The the feud made me frustrated. Yes. This is everything about this film. It's just like, ah, I love it. Mm-hmm. Love this film. Uh, so, yeah, that's my number one. My, oh my gosh, I love this film. Mm-hmm. What's your number two? My number two. I love how each element of the Santa Claus mythos gets started in yes. this movie. Uh, starting off with, oh, if you write him a letter, he'll give you a toy. That's a basic one. It makes sense. Yeah. That's how... Oh yeah, that happened, uh-huh. and then all of a sudden it's like, go, don't forget to leave out milk and cookies. He's, and hey, there's a naughty list if you act up. Oh yeah, he just simply that's on the yes. fly. And it's like, oh my word! But my favorite one. Yeah, they've had to switch to reindeer because there's too many toys. Yes, I love to that. take <laughs> down the hill. And how how they get the reindeer? Right. To, it's so <laughs> that's not the part I'm getting to. It. Yeah, I know what you're the, doing. As they're trying to get back to town. The Ellingbows and the Crumbs <laughs> both ambush them at the same time. This is before they've put aside their differences. If you yes, you can't see the air quotes, but they're there. <laughs> and they've and they're being chased by this avalanche all the way down this hill and hit a ramp. And all of a sudden, the camera switches to this kid who's just woken up. He's tired. He hears something. He's woken up by some noise. Yeah. But he doesn't know what it is. He gets to the door, and all of a sudden, the reindeer <laughs> appear to fly past the window. <laughs> and, he, and the kid's going, Ooh, and, <laughs> and then, of course, it goes back to where they are. It's like they crash down, and all the reindeer escape. Yes. And then it's, it's like, I that, love that, that's, little skid around. Yeah, that's, great. that's funny in and of itself. But then they immediately go to the next day at the post office or at the school. I don't remember which. Oh, yeah. The kid comes and says, guys, you'll never guess what I saw last night. It's like, this is so funny. Oh, yes. Because <laughs> every single little, it's like, because at first you see it's like, they're not going there. They're not going there. Oh my word, they're going there. As they explain like nearly every part of the mythos, including yeah. the elves. Yes. Despite the fact they're not elves. No, they're not. There's one short kid who kind of, your first thought when you see her is kind of elf-ish. Yeah. But the rest of her tribe out on the tundra is not an elf. Yeah. They just speak another language and they're essentially... An Inuit tribe of some kind. Yeah. It's much like some, somewhat like the Eskimos, but European and liking the colors red and blue. Mm-hmm. Which I don't get, but that's beside the point. Oh. They, had, they yeah. had to have an excuse for him to wear red at the end. Yes. That's what that comes I, down I, to. I love that. I love that. But, of course, the first time you see that little girl speaking her language, which I think they call it the Sami language. Yeah, Sami. I don't language. know. Sammy. I don't know who those people are. Yeah, me either. I assume they're real. I have no idea. Yeah, they're, they're, it's The town is based off an actual city back in like the 1700s. Okay. And the people are based off an actual people. So well, I'll assume it's the real people. Yeah. But uh, well, the first time I saw her, I thought, is she Dutch? Because she looks like uh, she should be living up there in Denmark. Yeah. Where all the dams and the windmills are trying to keep the sea from destroying their country. Because <laughs> right. they're below sea level. Oh. 
That's what she looks like. Yeah. She looks like the lady on the Swiss, cover of Swiss Miss Hot Chocolate. Gotcha. <laughs> Which, that's Switzerland, but that's different. Anyway, that's... I love how that entire... Every, every time you see something, you think, that can't be a reference to it. It is a reference to it. You've got to yes. go with it. Because yes. they try their best to explain every part of the Santa Claus oh, mythos. Yeah. It, it just... Including, so including why he goes down the chimney. <laughs> well, he went down the chimney because Klaus threw <laughs> the the mailman up to the chimney <laughs> to get away from the dogs. <laughs> and the reason why he get down because he's so skinny. <laughs> yes, which is really bad on that one where he ends up in the middle of that uh, <laughs> the fireplace that's lit. <laughs> yeah, the fireplace that's lit. That's a good one. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, I was I was thinking the uh, the pot bellied stove. He goes down. Oh, jeez! Like, oh my word! Ow! It's like poor guy. Anyway, what's uh, your number two? My number two, because uh, I think we actually had the same, you know, very much the 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 first likes because mine was different from yours, mm-hmm. and now our seconds are lining up. So I'm going to change mine to how our characters progress into the 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 characters they become. Yes. Of how, what is our mailman name? It's an odd name. I agree. Uh, <laughs> stupid, stupid, stupid thing. Jesper. Yeah, Jesper. So we have our wee little rich boy, Jasper, who... Jesper. Jesper. Not Jasper. Jesper. Jesper. I mean, they're both unfortunate names, but yes, that's beside the Jesper. Point. Uh, is the sport the spoiled, apologies to people named Jasper or Jesper? Yes, the the spoiled rich son of the uh, postmaster general or whatever. I swear, sounded like um, Cary Graham. Is that his name? Cary Grant? No, the guy who uh, plays Frazier. Oh, um, oh, I feel like a knucklehead. Kelsey Graham. Kelsey Grammer. Thank you. Yeah, Kelsey, Kelsey Grammer. Yes, I, I can I, I can see that. I can he kind of sounds like that, but I don't think that's who it is. Okay, so we we have this guy that wasn't on the list. Yeah, so we have this sport this sport brat who just be like wants to you know lay on his his satin sheets and get you know silk sheets silk sheets. He says that five times. Like, he, he does silk sheets. sheets like silk sheets are the most uncomfortable sheets that I've ever made. But that's <laughs> beside the point. And so he he goes from his his life of privilege and comfort to the middle of nowhere where he wants yes. to get as fast as he can and so he comes up with this scheme to uh get all the kids to send letters to klaus, klaus. and get them to send toys where he can mm-hmm. get out of there one has to wonder why in his original plan he did not include the packages as part of it yeah he could have. Yeah, he could have. And, gotten out of, that. and would have gotten out of there before oh, yeah. the, uh, the, the they tried to kick him out. Yeah. But he didn't do that. Yeah, that's true. So we go, for, we go from the sport brat who is just trying to get out of there as fast as he can to where he is actually now invested in this little community in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Where at the same breath you have Klaus who has become this hermit up in the upper 40, yeah. which no one sees... And when you first meet him, he was just giant, just like wielding an axe. You thought, oh crap, he's going to be an axe yes. murderer. But then you slowly discover who he is mm-hmm. and his very tragic past. And uh, 
like it, it was I'll, I'll be like when when I first realized what was going on I was like I was like oh no be like it, it's one of these stories but it's such a good story mm-hmm. it's such a good telling of a of a of a, of a broken man who's just doesn't know what to do with his life and mm-hmm. now he's gotten roped into this be like oh get rid of all these toys and the reason why he made these toys yes to where he now enjoys life where he's mm-hmm. he's gotten his second life uh after the 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 passing of his wife yeah and uh the the fact that they he gets always, the family he never yeah exactly he always wanted he always wanted which it's, is not what he expected exactly and so it's the you know his um uh, his development, his mm-hmm. the de- I, I really use the, the word evolution because it's thrown around way too much. Yes, uh, this the, their their character arcs are so profound. Uh, two characters are one he's the hermit who wants nothing to do with anybody, mm-hmm. and the small uh, brat who gets thrown into a situation he doesn't want to be in, and both of them come together and make such a dramatic change in such a little little town that mm-hmm. affects. Everybody's life, including a few that's been going on for thousands of years. Yes, since caveman days. Since caveman days, exactly. So, yeah, it's the this heartwarming story of two characters, mm-hmm. their their journey into becoming more than they thought they could be. Yes. What's your number three? My number three is the climax of this movie. Oh, yeah. They've... He's given up going back to his life of luxury yes he's made it back to where they're loading the sleigh to go make their delivery oh, gosh, this. <laughs> and of course the angry mob of the 12 people who still are against fun yeah. <laughs> are there to steal the presents destroy the destroy pres- the presents it's not entirely clear what their yeah. plan is yeah i'll admit but the fact that, and then he jumps, he is like, he's here to save the day and try to get it away, and the sleigh is not attached yes, to the reindeer. reindeer. Why is it attached? Why I wouldn't have done this if I'd have known they weren't attached. And it it's slows a- backwards, and Klaus is just sitting there, it's like, okay, this is happening. I'm not going to act at all. And of course... Jesper, Jesper is going bonkers, <laughs> yes, trying right. to stop. And finally, my favorite part, because it means something different when you realize what's going on. Yes. He says, why are you trying to save them? It's not worth it. They're worthless. <laughs> and you're thinking, he's saving them because of the presents for the kids. And finally, you know, everything comes to an end. They, it's like, oh! The... 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 the a slave with... The presence has gone over. The two um, warring clans are going off like they've won, except that they have... a decoy. I'm getting to that. Except that now their kids are now in a relationship. (laughs) The one kid who all she says is, Mine. And then walks off with the other large boy (laughs) off into the woods for... To get married later. Yeah. And then, of course, they're all going fine. And you're, to some degree, while that was funny. Yes. You're devastated because yeah. it's like, they're unsuccessful. And then all of a sudden he looks down and he's like, wait a minute. That's just a log. Yeah. <laughs> you go, oh! That's why it wasn't <laughs> worth it. 
That's why it's not worth worth risking your life over. Those was the decoy, and then that was the great. real one comes up, and it's like, how did you know? It's like, well, people talk, and the kids kind of like us, and kind of told us that their parents were getting ready to plan this. It's like, I can't tell you you're wrong about that because that's very funny and very logical. And it shows the stupidity of the warring factions. Because oh, yeah. they're not smart enough to realize, don't talk in front of your kids yeah, who are on, not on your side in this fight. There's also the fact that, like, the teacher be like, she's finally come around to teaching. Yes. And, like, be like, well, they tell the teacher everything. And yeah. it's like, yeah, be like, yeah, it was well, smooth until someone had to come in and improvise everything. What were you thinking? It's like, I was trying to save everything. I didn't know. That's like, well, if you hadn't walked off. Yeah. Anyway. But uh, that entire 15 minutes. Yes. Is hilarious. And I was laughing my butt off the entire time. And it was even better when you realize none of that was necessary for him to do. If he had just played it safe. They'd have been done, and everything would have been fine. Yeah. But anyway. Oh. Because you're expecting, to some degree, like, the end of uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, where somehow Klaus is going to pull the sleigh up over his head. and Oh, yeah. And it's like, that doesn't happen. Yeah. That doesn't happen. No. Nope. <laughs> it's like, oh, that was just a decoy. That was just a fake. decoy. It's a fake one. It's like, ah. <laughs> I like this. I like this a lot. <laughs> yes. Um. Well... My third was actually The Feud, and you brought it up I earlier. I stole it already. Yeah, you stole but it. anyway. But, uh, yeah, The Feud was just, again, it's the Hatfields and McCoys, and just the... The unadulterated hatred for no good reason. Yeah, exactly. Really, for no, no good, good reason. reason. Who knows what started it back in the caveman days, yeah. but now they're just doing it because 12... Our, our ancestors demand it. Yeah. Where is the logic there? But anyway. Yeah. Well, I'd be like, I, I was going to go there, but then the, uh, the, um, the, the character who kind of stole my heart was that, the little girl who couldn't speak English. Yes. And, uh, just like, I just, I was like, oh, just like the cutest little character on the planet. Cause yes. the character design was really cute. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and she talks as if, you, as if she's being understood. Yeah, and the fact that like our, our punishment uh, doesn't he doesn't understand what she's saying, but he's kind of just going along with it. My my favorite point is when he takes her to the teacher. Says, "Look, I know it's late. I'm tired. You're tired. But can you tell what this thing is saying?" <laughs> <laughs> yes the the scene in which uh, our our postman what's his name again? Uh, Jesper. Jesper. When Jesper gets on the boat and he leaves, she runs down there mm-hmm. and she's like, you know, you know, saying her, 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 is she, her heart is breaking. It's oh, like, it's I so missed, good. I didn't get this. And it's like, I don't remember what he says, but yeah, but it was, it like, was so, it was so moving. I was almost in tears. Yeah. I was like, I felt so bad for the character. And then you know, like, he's over there. It's like, you little jerk. <laughs> yeah. You could have said something a minute go, sooner. Yeah. Save this little girl's tears, more of this little girl's tears, but yeah, that's just, I, I think I, I really enjoy the character because it's one she's speaking in her native language, her you know it's a native language, and it's, it's never translated. It's never translated. None of what that those people say is ever translated. You're just having to go, okay, gotcha. 
So there, there was a funny thing about that. Apparently, the actress who did the voice of this character uh, didn't speak English. Like obviously, didn't speak English at all. So apparently, they went to Norway to record it, record her, and so apparently, they got all of her lines via translator. Mm-hmm. And so she would be like, someone would read the lines in English, and they read it back to her, and she would say it in her native tongue. It's, I was like, that's the coolest thing ever. Yeah. I was like, okay, that's... So, that's... honestly, you could probably... Tra- that could be translated back into English if anyone ever decided to, and it would actually be... Makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah, just like the, the character design got because it's this really big little head and the little mm-hmm. cute hat. Be like, I, I, I'm going on about cute, but the character's cute. I'm yes. sorry. It's a cute character. Uh. Yeah, so, yeah, that's number three. The uh, the, the cute little... Sammy girl. Sammy girl, yeah. I know, it sounds weird, but... Yeah. Anyways, that's my number three. Sorry, I'm sitting that back on there because I'm getting tired of holding it. Gotcha. And I wanted to be able to cut the sound out. That's why I stopped when you started talking. <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, I think that brings us to the end of the review. Yeah. Except, no, it hasn't. We've not talked about our dislikes yet. No, we haven't. My bad. Uh, <laughs> I'm just rated the show, apparently. Uh, so, dislikes. Uh, my The uh, what dislikes I have... Um, I had one, and now it's gone. <laughs> Off into the wind it went. Yes, apparently. Um, I, I don't like how long they kind of kept the reveal that he was... Santa, he was, I mean, they didn't, they kind of revealed it quickly because his axe handler mm-hmm. handle had the name Klaus on it, which mm-hmm. is the name of the movie. Mm-hmm. But the Sonic is like, they kept Santa Claus scary for too long, I think. Oh, okay. I, I know that's part of the humor and mm-hmm. the fact that he's just kind of a scary dude from the minute we run into him mm-hmm. in the house till after uh, Jesper gets, th- uh, escapes. Mm-hmm. From the house and oh, gosh, and yes. the woodman scares the dogs. Yes, the d- d- not following them. It's like, but I, Santa Claus I, to me is not a character who should be depicted as very scary. Hmm. Big strong man. Don't get me wrong. That's, right, that's a good thing and all. And the idea that he can be a protector to some degree mm-hmm. works for yeah. me visually, but. But I think Jesper was scared. They, they let Jesper be scared of him for too long. Okay. For my likes. Okay. This is not a end of the world thing because I think it works for the movie. Right. It's just my preference. It's like Santa Claus. He's supposed to be loved by children everywhere. And yet he's the, mail, he's, the mailman is being scared by him. Mm-hmm. And he's being treated as this evil force. Mm-hmm. For a good five to ten minutes. Yeah. Despite the fact he's actually a good guy. And when you watch, knowing that's who that is, mm-hmm. it kind of makes sense. But little kids who may not put two and two together yeah, that quickly. Yeah, I, 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 I can see that. I don't like that part. I got Keep you. him a little bit scary because it's like he's this unknown force. Yeah. That, but, and kind of bring it back in. It's like, okay, this is... Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Give us a little something to make us go, okay, this is not the big scary guy it looks like it is. Yeah. Give us the idea that he's 
the big soft teddy bear that he actually is sooner. Yeah. But anyway. Uh, I would say the only dislike I like, because I thoroughly enjoy this film. Like, beyond belief. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are a few scenes in the very beginning where the, the uh, not using the right words, but using the uh, the CG plates mm-hmm. are not lining up correctly. Yeah. Where the CG is doesn't... It doesn't the beginning, the very begin, the first couple scenes in there before yeah. they get to the, the island, the island, as name I can't think of right now, um, do seem like they were done after the fact and quickly. Yeah, that's about the only only real gripe because some of the CG doesn't quite match mm-hmm. yet in the very early. But yeah, overall, incredible film. Yeah. <sighs> so I think we should re- uh, move into our scores. Yeah, move into our scores about this movie. I'm going to give it a 8. Okay. Uh, the only reason there are any docked points at all is because it's just not a... The overall feel of it is fine. Yep. Don't get me wrong. It's just... There's a little bit of... Stuff just seems a little too contrived. Okay. For what's going on. I know it's a kid's movie. And yeah. You've got... And it's a lot of the stuff is played for humor's sake. Right. But there's just a couple lines, especially during the initial montage of the kids making the mythos of Santa Cl- of, of Klaus. Yeah. That's like, where did you put that? Where did you come up with that idea? Why was that a left owl? You know, it's just a little too, some of it was a little too contrived. Okay. That's, but that's just me. Okay. So yeah, that's why I'm giving it an eight. Okay. Uh, I'll give it a little higher. It's gonna be like a nine point five for me mm-hmm. because they're gonna. I thoroughly film just be like it got me. I sucked in. It got me invested in the characters, and to a point where a character be like when motivations and things happen that make me want to cry. Mm-hmm. Where I'm, I'm, you know, those, you know, swelling of the the the, the, the tear glands. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I was. There again, I'm kind of an emotional guy, so I'm gonna be very emotional about everything most of the time. Because be like my emotions are on my sleeve half the time, mm-hmm. so uh, yeah, I was I was hook, line, and sinker within the first couple of minutes of this film that just you know brought you in and just I enjoyed it beyond belief, and I definitely looking forward to watching it again. And so yeah, I give it a nine point five. Alrighty, yeah, it's it's got a few little animation hiccups in the very beginning, but other than that, it's just a beautiful rendered design character everything movie that is worth watching with your family or by yourself Mm -hmm. it's an enjoyable film well that brings us to the end of another episode of the cell cast and it is family friendly oh yeah well we said that earlier yeah that is true we did so uh you jumped in there and i lost my train of thought Mm. uh (laughs) hang on okay that brings us to the end of another episode of the cell cast which means we now need to be talking about the next movie yes. we're going to be reviewing. Especially considering we are still in the middle of Christmas month. Mm-hmm. But for Christmas month and how busy December is, we are only reviewing two movies this month. Mm-hmm. And then doing two little short episodes for the last of the month, I believe. So next week, we're going to be reviewing a show that's a movie that's near and dear to my heart. The very first movie I ever saw in a theater, The Muppet Christmas Carol. Wow. Now, I know what you're thinking. This is a live-action movie. And to some degree, I would agree with you. Except most of the characters in it are puppets. 
Well, Muppets to be specific. But there is that is a form of animation technically. And I don't know, it works for me. It's an, it's just enough animation that I think it works for context of our show. And plus, at some point, we do want to do the Dark Crystal. Yes. Which has no human characters in it at all. Mm-hmm. So I'm claiming that if we do that, any Muppet thing ought to be viable. Yeah. So, yeah, that's going to be... We are doing that next week. Mm. And then... The last two weeks, one of our episodes, I know for certain, is a our top ten Christmas movies and episodes and specials. Yeah. The things that we, the Christmas movies, episodes, specials of stuff that we have enjoyed the most. Yes. I would say. So keep an eye out for that one. And then uh, we have not decided, I don't think, unless you've come up with something for the last short. But keep an ear out for that one as well. And then next month. Why don't you tell them what we're doing? Uh, next month, to bring in the the new year of 2020, uh, we will be doing Don Bluth Month. Mm-hmm. So we will be reviewing the classic, iconic films of the director, uh, animation genius, Don Bluth. Of, oh, let me count the movies. That would be Lent for Time, uh, The Secret of Nim. Mm-hmm. Uh, an American Tale, and All Dogs Go to Heaven. So we'll be those are the four movies we're four reviewing. Movies we will be will we be we will we be reviewing. We will be reviewing as I'm yeah. trying to say. Yes, as you get tongue tied, it is. Yes. it is getting late. So you're, yes, it is. It's, so yeah, but so, yes, uh, I'm definitely looking forward to it. I still got one more movie to you know wrap up in the, you know to get to. Uh, so we can start reviewing those, mm-hmm. and yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to that that uh, escapade into Don Bluth's imagination. Yes, and then once we're done with that, will be our big one year anniversary episode. Yes. So keep an ear out for what that's going to be. Yep. So Jacob, where can they find you? Okay, so you can find me on Facebook at Jacob B Heron and Jacob's Daily Art Corner, also on Facebook. Where you can see me try to doodle and draw and whatever throughout the course of a week in a year. And I've been doing this for about two and a half years. Mm-hmm. And people are saying I'm gotten better. I'd be like, I, I. He has. Okay, thank you. Um, he doesn't want to believe it, but he has. I, I'm, tr- I'm trying to be modest here. <laughs> That's why I'm here. Okay. I don't have to be <laughs> modest for you. You be modest. I pump you up. Okay, got That's it. That's what the hype man does. Okay, good. So, Drew's my wingman, apparently. At the moment. At the moment. Okay, <laughs> Hopefully so, you'll reciprocate well in a couple minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so that's where you can find me. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jacob B. Heron. And I think that's it right now. I think you can find me on um, deviantart.com. Uh, that'll be uh, likeanartist82, L Y. C A N A R T I S T eighty two, and so you like can an artist <laughs> drawn for the very first time. Okay, moving on. <laughs> so yeah, you can you can follow me there and just you know, um, yeah, I, I doodle a lot. So yeah, just get ready for a lot of very odd doodles because they're gonna be in pencil, pen, or mm-hmm. in blue pencil. <laughs> Either way, where can they find you, Drew? 
uh, you can find me on my Facebook page at Drew Dodgen. Also, there is my photo bin, mm-hmm. uh, Drew's photo bin, uh, where I post uh, pictures and photos that I've taken. I'm a little behind at uploading because I get distracted easy. No, yeah, like we all do. Yes. He's really good, by the way. I appreciate that. <laughs> now we have both fulfilled our hyperman duties. <laughs> go, Drew, go, go, Drew, okay, go, Drew. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and you can also, of course, find me on Twitter at uh, ggeorge759. If you see a Gorn in a flower patch, you're in the right spot. Um, what about that is funny? I'm just curious. <laughs> no, just... I'll tell you later. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, you can find both of us on our website at thecellcast.podbean.com. There you will, along with finding every episode we've recorded, you'll also find links to... Uh, uh, listen to us and subscribe to us on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Stitcher. Mm-hmm. You'll also find a link to our closed Facebook group, which uh, we keep closed to keep the naughty kids out. And uh, join us there to uh, get into the discussion. We also have a Facebook page. Mm-hmm. You should be. Fo- you should. Uh, come- we would like you to come and like us on, mm-hmm. which we do post uh, stuff there all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and once again, I did post, admittedly, almost last minute. Uh, like you do. I, I forgot. I'll admit, I forgot. Hey, <laughs> until we, we all until about 1 o'clock this afternoon. It's like, I need to post what we're talking about and put it in a discussion thread so people can tell us what they think of this movie. And because I posted too late, I don't think anybody saw it. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways, so if you do have comments or reviews mm-hmm. or like your, your personal reaction to... Klaus on Netflix. Be Let us listen. know in the Facebook group or post in, even post there. Unfortunately, because we've already passed, probably won't read the episode or read those comments on the show in this instance. Yeah. But uh, I'm going to try and post next episode, week's episode movie uh, movie discussion thing a bit earlier. So mm-hmm. maybe people might see it. <laughs> gotcha. And be able to comment on it ahead of time. Yeah. So uh, keep an eye out for that. Uh, I think that's it. I think so. Unless, oh, I forgot to mention our email address, mm-hmm. the Cellcast Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to email us, and of course, we'll read those emails on the show as well, as mm-hmm. long as they're not, you know, phishing emails and receipts for iTunes and our publishing stuff and weird crap like that. Yeah. Uh, so go ahead and follow us and uh, email us there if you want to. And keep, and remember, every time you heard us use the word say the word the cell cast that is with a single oh, l also on all these things please rate review subscribe show it to your friends get this party going because we want this to go we want we want this community to grow mm-hmm. and so we can talk and enjoy all things cartoon and animated mm-hmm. and anime exactly yes so can you think of anything else before we close this out uh i think i'm good all right. Well then, everybody, have a Merry Christmas, a Happy Holidays, a Happy Kwanzaa, a Happy Hanukkah, and a Happy Festivus for the rest of us. This has been Drew. This is Jacob. And we will catch you in the next frame. Ho, ho, ho!
next time on he was a tight-fisted hand at the grindstone screw. Boy, this really is a dirty city. <laughs> you telling me? <laughs> Thank you for making me a part of this. He was a tight-fisted hand at the grindstone, Scrooge. A squeezing, wrenching, grasping, clutching, covetous old sinner. <clears throat> Bob Cratchit? Yes, Mr. Scrooge? Who is this? It's Mr. Applegate, sir. He's here to speak to you about his mortgage. Please, Mr. Scrooge, I know you're very angry about this, and I didn't mean to fall behind in the payments. Lord knows it being Christmas and all. Oh, please don't shout at me, sir. That and, of course, little Gwen. Her lungs aren't right. The doctor takes his share, don't he? I mean, you can yell and scream and you're right, but it won't do no good because I'm the stone you can't squeeze blood from, and that's the truth! Thank you for not shouting at me. Let us deal with the eviction notices for tomorrow, Mr. Cratchit. Tomorrow's Christmas, sir. Very well. You may gift wrap them. Let us help you with that, Mr. Cratchit. Oh, my, there are certainly a lot today. We'll get it, we'll get it. Okay, okay. Look out on that end. Christmas is a very busy time for us, Mr. Cratchit. People preparing feasts, giving parties, spending the mortgage money on frivolities. One might say that December is the foreclosure season. Harvest time for the moneylenders. Hey, boys, accent. Tell him, Mr. Yeah, yeah, come on, come on, come on. Do it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you please, Mr. Scrooge, it's gotten colder. Yeah. And the bookkeeping staff would like to have an extra shovel full of coal for the fire. We can't do the bookkeeping. Yeah, all of our pens have turned to inksicles. Yeah, our assets are frozen. How would the bookkeepers like to be suddenly unemployed? This is my island in the sun. Uh, I believe you've convinced them once again, Mr. Scrooge. 